beautiful Thursday evening and you're tuned in to Unscripted with Liv. I'm your host, Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. If you have been a consistent listener, thank you so much for coming back again. If this is your first time tuning in, please do ensure that you listen to the previous episodes before this one. Now, I always say this, while you're tuned in to Unscripted with Liv, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, or juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. Today's topic is really upon my heart, not that I've actually taken time to research or even get to learn, but I plan on doing that. So um, today we're basically talking about mental health, and to help me discuss it, I have with me Chewe, who's a mental health advocate and part-time counselor. Good evening, Chewe. Good evening, Olivia. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming through. Now, I've only said two things you do, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself before we start. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, like you've said, I'm a mental health advocate, Mm part-time counselor, and also, I would say... HR guy, an mm-hmm. activist, and also an advocate in that area. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's who Chawa is. So, yeah. All right. Um, I know this is not part of the script, but what exactly drove you into being a mental health advocate? Okay. What really drove me is that myself first, mm-hmm. because I feel I had phobias when I was growing up. I used to make up pictures. Like you look at the kettle and you make an image in your head. Yeah, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Then also growing up without a dad, there was that gap of Mm -hmm. wanting to experience certain things. Mm -hmm. At the end, ending up being uh, depressed and stressed because I lacked lacked this parent in my life. Mm -hmm. So basically all those things attributed to me to really advocate for mental health and see that it's a very important thing that mm-hmm. we need to really pay attention to because I feel it is the center mm-hmm. of everything in life. Like mental health is the center connected to everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay, now getting back to my script. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know you've spoken about daddy issues, the gap and the phobias you had and maybe especially in an African home set up, that wouldn't be classified as mental health. In fact, parents would just be like, you're being dramatic, you just want unnecessary attention. So now to help us classify mental health or to help us identify what mental health is, can you give us a definition from your understanding? What is mental mental health? Okay, so basically mental health includes uh, emotional, Mm -hmm. psychological and social well-being and basically it affects how we think, Mm -hmm. how we feel and how we act and also it helps us to determine how we handle stress, how we relate to others and how we make choices. So basically mental health is everything I would say, it encompasses emotions, Mm -hmm. my my psychological state Mm -hmm. and just basically everything I would say. So if mental health really is more like the core of humanity, why is it that it's neglected, especially in our African homes? Because I can't go to my mom and say I've got mental health issues. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but then there are those other homes where it's like, okay, she has mental health issues, let's take her to the hospital or stuff like that. But in most homes, it's like, that's not even a thing. Yeah. Why is it that we don't focus more on that so i feel it's more of tradition Mm -hmm. and illiteracy Mm -hmm. because mostly we've been raised up in a situation where a man 
is not supposed to cry mm-hmm. a man is supposed to be strong not forgetting that that person breaks down that person is a human being yeah. but basically when you go to the western world i can tell you right now mental health is the biggest business that's happening that side mm-hmm. counselors therapists are making money because of the same mm-hmm. because they've seen the importance of mental health they've seen that really it's affecting if you are not mentally sane you won't be able to perform anywhere mm-hmm. but in africa it hasn't been really taken so seriously mm-hmm. because i feel it is more in the background and yeah. it only is talked about when a person is a psychopath mm-hmm. but basically it's 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 more than that yeah yeah if if you can't think properly like for instance now mm-hmm. a lot of people are affected by mental health because of covid because lot. people have got phobia now mm-hmm. like for instance parents have let their kids to go to school mm-hmm. they're thinking like what's going on with my child that side mm-hmm. so the parent is not concentrating on their work mm-hmm. they're concentrating on their child who's at, yeah. at school mm-hmm. thereby the mind is 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 disturbed it's mm-hmm. divided yeah. that's a mental stress you get what i mean yeah, yeah. so all those are some of the things that we really need to focus on as africans we need to really pay attention to mental health because i feel it's something that is very very cardinal that we need to deal with so i have a friend i don't know if i can call this person a friend but yeah. i have a friend who spoke about them having anxiety uh being depressed yeah. and sometimes having panic attacks yeah and so like after i went to see the person i went back home and then i cuz like I'm, i'm i just want to share about my day whenever yeah. i'm at home so i go back home and say i have a friend who's dealing with anxiety and depression and then everybody at home is like hmm that's like a white person's illness like a whole black man true, dealing true. with that and then i'm like oh so we as blacks are not supposed to feel this way we as blacks are not supposed to experience these things so and um in your earlier response you spoke about how a man is not expected to cry how a man is supposed to be strong all the time men cannot break down yeah. and so do you think there's a gender that's mostly affected by mental health or it's a 50/50 thing so okay i would say statistics show that more women are affected than men mm-hmm. but in the true sense it's it's the other way around the reason being why statistics show that is because women can open up uh-huh. you understand yeah. then also statistics show that women are able to control mental health why because for instance you find the the number of men committing suicide is more than women mm-hmm. why because a woman won't kill herself because she knows she's she's got a child that she needs to take care of mm-hmm. you understand yeah. but with men one they do not open up mm-hmm. so the moment they do not open up they will find themselves I, i i myself define suicide as being found in a corner where you do not have a way out mm-hmm. and the only way out is to escape mm-hmm. to another world So that's what men cuz they don't have anyone to open up to. So what what what's the only choice? It's just to escape. So I think statistics yes will show women, but mostly men are affected also. Mm-hmm. So it's up to men to start opening up, start talking like you've said your friend who had anxiety panic. I feel the only key I can tell you the secret about counseling <laughs> is that it's nothing magical about counseling mm-hmm. it's just talking yeah yeah it's just talking mm-hmm. and we do not provide answers for you you tell us your answers mm-hmm. that's what counseling is all about mm-hmm. so statistics you see women are mostly affected When because it's yeah men. it's men yeah men. always the men <laughs> <laughs> so now how can one tell whether or not they have a mental health issue because um 
I did a research yeah. just before this interview and um, it, I had an issue with bipolar disorder yeah. because I feel like everybody's bipolar in a way. I don't know if it's just me <laughs> because we always have moments where we're super high and we're low. Hello, so yeah. how can you differentiate being normal where you have highs and lows and being bipolar, like having bipolar disorder? So, so mostly... Um, I would say it's rare that we do there's a one thing that's called looking glass where you can be able to look at yourself and be able to say okay right now I'm not okay it's rare that we do that but mostly we're supposed to do that yeah 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 <laughs> actually we're supposed to do that where you're supposed to wear yourself like okay let me check Mm-mm, I'm not okay. not okay I can give you an example for me when I was in campus here mm-hmm. I'm one of the person who utilized the counseling center Wow yeah I used to go there like most of the times do they really assist yes I went there several times, you understand? Uh-huh. One, the first thing was, yes, I wanted to be, I wanted issues to be sorted out. The second was for me to learn mm-hmm. also, you yeah. understand? So, mm-hmm. after leaving that place, I was perfect all the time, mm-hmm. you understand? So, mostly for you to know that you're not okay, that sometimes there's that extent where you would know, but there's a certain level where other people are able to see. Because mm-hmm. when mostly you're low, or mostly you're just down, you don't want to talk to anybody and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. mostly other people will notice. Yeah. But when it really goes out of hand, that's when you start notice also that, okay, now I'm, I'm not okay, I need help. But in Zambia, it's rare. It's rare. You understand? It's rare that people will say, no, I'm not okay, I'm not thinking straight, I'm feeling low and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. So, how can one tell to say, because I'm sure there's also other mental illnesses that yeah. you don't really come with the highs and lows yeah how do you tell you're not okay maybe you're depressed or maybe you have anxiety or any other mental health related illnesses so basically you can tell by just your way of lifestyle even sometimes like for instance is it PS, PTSD post-traumatic uh, stress disorder mm-hmm. where you now start having panics you start having nightmares out of a sudden because something happened to you those are some of the signs mm-hmm. or sometimes you can even have skin irritation because it's a sign oh, of yeah. a mental disorder mm-hmm. also so you you have to really notice yourself you need to know who you are and say okay now right now i'm not okay mm-hmm. sometimes even school can bring stress oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. keep on thinking oh my grades and stuff like that mm-hmm. so the more you 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 drain your brain the more you, you, you don't feel right, the more you don't get to have appetite, mm-hmm. you have to check yourself mm-hmm. and say, oh, okay, no, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this whole trendy thing that's going, I don't know if it's my friends or it's everywhere, yeah. but people are taking pride in having insomnia. Like, I can't sleep at night, Shani. Is that normal? Because I also saw that one of the signs is you... Uh, having difficulties in terms of sleeping. Yeah. So now, is it normal for us to say, okay, I'm a youth, I don't sleep at night, no, shiny, no. or maybe that should call for a call of action from us as young people? Yeah, actually, it's 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 something that you really need to do something about because it's not normal for you to not sleep. You find people at three, you're like, what are you doing? No, I can't sleep, I've got insomnia. Very proud. I'm like, oh, so this is a trendy thing. And I'm like, I should probably stay up at night as yeah. well and you know join the bandwagon of not sleeping no 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 i feel it's 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 <clears throat> for you not to sleep something is wrong mm-hmm. you understand because yeah. basically you have to rest mm-hmm. the brain has to rest mm-hmm. it has to revamp and everything comes back to normal so if you don't strip please don't sleep you're draining your body you're draining your brain then the following day you won't be productive mm-hmm. so all those who are saying no i can't mm-hmm. sleep because mostly what makes you not to sleep maybe it's coffee maybe it's uh is it is it all these energy drinks mm-hmm. and stuff like that 
of which they want they make it they're making your board hyper mm-hmm. and overpowering the brain like it's working more than it's supposed to yeah. so in that way you're abusing something you get what i mean mm-hmm. so basically you are supposed to sleep that's what i can say you're supposed to sleep find ways on how you need to sleep because you need to rest there's nothing fun about having insomnia <laughs> <laughs> it's trendy it's it's trendy out here <laughs> like what, what are you doing you're online yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what causes mental health? Like okay, you discovered to say you can't sleep at night or you discovered to say you have highs and lows and you just don't know cuz I think um there was a day earlier this week when I was super emotional mm-hmm. and my my type of emotion is like when I'm extra emotional then I'm on the lower side of things like I don't want to do anything I just want to sleep. and then it's like I feel like okay I don't know what to do with my life when there's so many things to do but then I just feel that sure. and then it's like I didn't really know what triggered the emotions so what causes mental health maybe you have those moments or maybe you can't sleep or maybe you have any symptoms that you've spoken about earlier so basically what really causes mental health are a lot of things depending on the disorder that you have because mm-hmm. for instance you can say stress disorder mm-hmm. it's because maybe you're working a lot you're reading a lot then there's also post traumatic stress disorder where you had something that happened you you were raped you are sexually harassed or you were beaten or something or anything that really affected, affected you. you yeah like you keep on thinking about mm-hmm. it so it it depends with what you're going through mm-hmm. that what that's what would determine the cause of that but mostly it's 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 an imbalance in the brain you understand the yeah. way you think the thought pattern for instance like you said where you 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 felt as if you didn't want to do anything you felt so emotional is that so me emotion. having bipolar but <laughs> <laughs> i just want not, to not, know not just really, in case not really but as sometimes humans, we have those yeah yeah you get to have those moments <laughs> but they're extreme yeah extreme mm-hmm. so there's sometimes when you also like I was telling you the looking glass mm-hmm. you have to also take time and sit and analyze mm-hmm. Like what was I thinking about? Oh, yeah. You what get what? Yeah, yeah, what did I see? <laughs> this is what got. This is where I was coming to. Mm-hmm. The reason mm-hmm. why we are now having more of mental issues in Africa is mm-hmm. because of social media. Mm-hmm. Why we are being exposed to a lot of information. A lot. So a lot of information is coming. We are having a disturbance in my mind. Yeah. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know like I hear this, I hear chilla that, I hear this guy that. Mm-hmm. This one has done this. What? Yeah. And then and on top of that, you have your own personal issues yeah. to deal with. So there's that clash in the head. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. And you can't think proper. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. No proper thinking that's happening yeah. because of the same. Mm-hmm. So all those things can add to it. Because you might not know you're feeling low because of mm-hmm. something that you saw. Yeah. So yeah. So it's unconsciously you read something that has made you feel that way. So but basically, mostly, it depends on the disorder that you're going through. If it's stress obviously w- look at what you've been doing like is it work is it school is it relationship all those things can add yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and yeah. um, let's say you discover that okay i have this mental health yeah. issue and i want to heal yeah. but without going for therapy sessions or medication is that possible or maybe the only way to get healed is through therapy sessions or medication because um, you know a lot of Christians are like no just pray like you're feeling low pray 
and then it's like okay i i do want to pray but i don't have the strength right now i don't even know what to tell god you know <laughs> and if it's women the the, the yeah. thing that we run to mostly is crying because you don't know what you to do you don't know what to yeah do. and then it's like okay i want to heal from this yeah but then it's like i don't want to go for therapy sessions or take medication is that possible or you have to do those things for you to get well so basically like you said you 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 are giving the the remedy then you say you don't want the remedy then how are you going to be okay you get what i mean like 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 you've heard water is life but you don't want to drink water like how is that going to work uh-huh. so mostly because mostly people are in denial mm-hmm. you understand like yeah. you 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 can me i don't have this mental sickness yeah, but like people i know to say yeah i can't be depressed but you are mm-hmm. look at the rash on your face mm-hmm. you are You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've used all these creams but it's not oh, going. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because you're depressed. You need mostly me what I would say mostly it's as simple as calling a friend. Mm-hmm. A true friend and just having a normal conversation. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. Not even going like if you you don't want to go to a counselor, find a person that you get to talk to mostly. Mm-hmm. Talk to that person. Nanga what if the person you want to talk to doesn't want to talk to you? <laughs> That's why you need to have the right friends. <laughs> you need to have the right friends. Mm-hmm. I have people that I go to when I'm low. Yeah. I know when I leave that place, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That's why for me when you check out my friend list, I've got old women mm-hmm. in my friend list because I know those people won't judge me. Yeah. And when I go there, I'll be talking to them and they'll be able to listen mm-hmm. and they'll be able to talk to me back again. Mm-hmm. So it's all about having the right friends that if you know you can't go to a counselor, you can just reach out to those people and say no me this and this and this and the secret is all about fully opening up mm-hmm. so if you don't have the right friends mm-hmm. you cannot fully open up because oh, yeah. you think okay this person is going to do something that's why mm-hmm. i would encourage going to a counselor because it's very much unethical for a counselor to 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 bring out the issues that you talked about mm-hmm. in that session and put it on social media and stuff like that. Point plus they don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> But your friend will do that. Yeah, yeah. They'll gossip. And so how readily are the medicine or the counselors and the therapists in Zambia? Let's say I am because I feel like this whole mental health thing yeah. when you look at it closely it feels like it's it's a bougie type of thing yeah, like yeah. oh my god <laughs> I had a therapy session with my therapist like yeah. oh you people do that yeah. like how readily is it let's say I stay in Mtendere yeah. and I feel I'm depressed and I don't want to talk to my friends I can't talk to people at home yeah. I'm looking for a therapist or a counselor how readily are they available to us as Zambian people Okay. So the thing is this. In clinics, in facilities, mm-hmm. basically a facility needs to have uh, a counselor mm-hmm. for various issues. But in the world we live in now, looking at Zambia, mostly the counselors that we have are HIV and AIDS counselors exactly. because that's the thing that is stopping. You mm-hmm. understand when you go there it's more of talking about are you HIV negative are you HIV positive and they cancel you a bit then you go yeah but we have few facilities that would really offer stress uh counseling sessions mm-hmm. or these other mental health issues unlike having full structures everywhere mm-hmm. 
I don't think we really have those facilities and I feel we need to really have those facilities mm. because I feel by come 2023 mental health issues will be affecting everyone <laughs> like yeah. everyone so at, at the moment there are places like YWCA mm-hmm. those guys are able to offer counseling services mm-hmm. so if if you know those people you can be able to reach out to those guys then also I'm part of an initiative called PTSD hub a mm-hmm. uh, youth led initiative mm-hmm. that we decided to come up with an initiative that is going to really help people who are going through mental health issues mm-hmm. uh, we are in the process of uh, trying to just we have set up a service mm-hmm. in because we're looking at the covid now yes so it's now online therapeutic services mm-hmm. where we're able to offer counseling services via the phone mm-hmm. so we can be, i can be home in lusaka you can be in kapiri i can be able to offer those services yeah. to you so that's what we are basically doing now because we we want to bridge out that gap of saying no we don't have these facilities but yet you can receive those services mm. are you guys for free yeah now we are free we're uh-huh. able to <laughs> offer pro bono services uh-huh, uh-huh. to everybody who's able to reach out to us because what we are doing now is we want people to know about us mm. so if they just want to know about us they can just search on facebook ptsd hub and get a contact there then you can be able to reach out as we've got at the moment we've got about three counselors mm-hmm. but the team is yet to grow so are you one of the three counselors or <laughs> yeah you are a counselor yeah yeah so i'm one of the counselors mm-hmm. and can somebody get directly to you without going through the youth led initiative like okay i just want to talk to chewe because i feel more comfortable with him and i really want i wouldn't want it to be a big deal like okay you know the organization is involved in yeah, stuff yeah. like that are you available cuz i think you're a very busy person <laughs> and it's like okay when you call him just get straight to the point and then you know when you want counseling session yeah, it's yeah. like i don't know what's going on yeah. so i've been feeling this way and then you start explaining yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. so are you available for such or maybe it's like strictly through the organization because your time is limited so um i'm fully available yeah i'm fully available Uh, if you want to reach out to me you can reach out to me but i also have to confirm with my with my with my organization mm-hmm. and to be able to communicate to them that there's this client who's reached out to me because we also need to have the statistics as an organization oh, okay. yeah, yeah that we are able to record the numbers of people that are reaching out to us because it also help partners to come through to us and say okay we have this proof that people are reaching out to us mm-hmm. they need these services help yeah. us and so that we can be able to reach to more people out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I heard you say at the beginning Momuna Samarida. And that takes me back to Abel Chungu's song. Yeah, yeah. And also conversations I've had with my male friends like you know men are supposed to cry. And I heard you one day you say you don't really like the crying part because yeah, you feel yeah. like when you cry you're wasting time yeah, yeah. that you could be using to find a solution <coughs> to what's making you want to cry. Yeah. So Do you really think men shouldn't cry or it's okay for a man to just break down and cry? <laughs> so, so the thing is this. Basically what I think. Mm-hmm. A man, a man can cry. A man is supposed to cry when it hurts. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And mostly they need to cry to someone. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. They're having a conversation with someone. They're trying to pull themselves out. But for me, cuz I've you need to get to a certain level because mm-hmm. I've 
initiated myself in mental gymnastics where I train my mind. Yeah. You understand? When I reach a certain point, when I'm supposed to cry, I teach my, myself certain things. I talk to myself about certain things. For instance, I will know when, yes, when somebody dies, mm-hmm. definitely I'll cry. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. But if there's something that I can control, something that I can find a solution for, I can, I can, I can, I can find, I can, I can, I can, I cannot cry. But men are supposed to cry men when it hurts. Yeah. And you spoke about how you had um, daddy issues yeah. in the phobias. How did you come out of that? Did you speak to a counselor? Did you talk to the friends you have? Did you get medication? How was it? So basically, um, I would say I received counseling from the Unza Counseling Center. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of people a lot of people haven't really taken that into consideration but I really visited that uh, facility and they really helped me because I really thought uh, I was being uh, l- I wouldn't say left out mm-hmm. but like missing out on a lot of opportunities in life a lot of uh, luxury things because I never had a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but through the, the the university center, the counseling center, I was I was offered help, mm-hmm. and since then, I had interest in mental health to help others who are going through different mental health issues. So it was basically the center. Yeah. Oh, the ones that counseling center. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I came in first year, they were telling us about the center and how it helps a lot of students and whatnot. And then for me, it was like, who would want to go there to speak to an old lady? Yeah. Because the, the the lady that approached us and addressed us was quite old. Yeah. So it's like, psh, pass or rather talk to friends. Yeah. But um, I think going there. I've never gone there. (laughs) (laughs) But I plan on doing that on Monday. Okay. I'm gonna go there and see how best they can help me. Not that I have got any mental (laughs) health issues, but I just want to have a feel of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um how long have you been a counselor? So I would say uh just after okay i've been that kind of person who really has been offering advice to friends a lot of friends will be, will be reaching out to me asking me questions about certain things and help them out yeah. then after i graduated because i did psychosocial counseling mm-hmm. uh, as part of the courses that i did mm-hmm. i grew interest in counseling yeah in that field mm-hmm. then after that it's been just my passion like talking about this trying to help people who are having mental issues mm-hmm. the same yeah so it's been practically part of you yeah after you recovered yeah was even because i feel like people who usually offer advice to friends like who are always there to help support are the ones who are usually breaking down on the inside true because it's like you don't have where to go mm-hmm. if you were to turn to your friends or say ah, but you don't want to pass advice so mm-hmm. how come you're feeling this way yeah and then it's like if the um, the counselors or the therapists are not readily available those are the people you find that they just slowly start dying on the inside yeah and then before you know it you find maybe they don't even kill themselves but because of overworking the brain and stuff like that somebody just collapses and dies True. and then you wonder but how mm-hmm. so if maybe there's a person who is like you they are offering advice but then they also have issues that are eating them up and then they don't have who to open up to what can you tell such a person they need to find somebody to open up to. 
For real. I, I, I feel I was a person who really used to take advantage of relationships. If I come to a friend, mm-hmm. I take advantage of that friend in the sense that when they're talking to me, I'm also talking to them. They're pouring in me, I'm also pouring in them. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes to me, they're opening up in a certain sense, I'll also open up to them mm-hmm. so that I'm, I'm able to, to remove this thing that I have so that it can come out of me. Mm-hmm. So obviously they are trying to be a savior, mm-hmm. but l- looking for someone to save them, you understand? Yeah. So they also have to find somebody they can be able to talk to. Is it a partner? Is it a friend? Is it a parent? Is it a pastor? Is it a counselor? Mm-hmm. Find somebody that you can really, really talk to about anything. Yeah. I feel the counselor is the best person because they don't know you. <laughs> You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. Reach out to a counselor because they don't know you. Yeah. Just tell them, say, ah, in a chababa. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Just tell them, no, me, I'm not okay. Uh, I need help. Please help me. I feel like this. And the moment you find a professional counselor, I'm telling you, yeah. those mental issues will be gone. Okay, we have come to the end of this episode. Yeah. But before you go, as per tradition, I'm going to ask you to say your last remarks anything in relation to mental health that you'd like me or the listeners to have at the back of their mind as we conclude this episode okay so what i'd like to say is uh, like i said in the preamble mental health is the center of everything Mm -hmm. people become hiv positive after they know that they're hiv positive and it affects their mind when the mind just knows it affects their health it affects their lifestyle it affects everything mm-hmm. the moment a man knows that they've got covid you remember the man in kitwe mm-hmm. he decided to commit suicide oh, yeah. so yeah so <clears throat> basically mental health is at the center of everything yeah. everything that you're going to do is related to your mental health mm-hmm. so what i'd like to urge everybody out there is that please when you notice you are not okay or when you notice your friend is not okay please reach out to somebody who can offer you help mm-hmm. is it a counselor is it a pastor is it a friend reach out so that you can be okay because when it becomes worse you are going to find issues of now becoming a psychopath or maybe it even becomes bad committing suicide mm-hmm. so we can avoid all these things by just reaching out and talking because i feel counseling is just talking there's no magic to it just mm-hmm. talking and um, I think one other thing that really prevents people from opening up is the fact that you don't want people to think you're weak. You don't want people to think you're hurting on the inside. I'll give an example. The way you've established yourself, you're a whole brand. And probably people who look at you are like, okay, he's a strong man. He's got yeah. everything figured out. But maybe you could have this area of your life where things are not necessarily okay. And then it's like, you are afraid of the stigma that might come with you opening up to say i'm not okay in this area and i think that's really common especially for us students yeah because it's like and especially if you don't want to go for for counseling like for a professional counseling session yeah and then you really want to open up but then your friends know you to be this bubbly person who's always excited and then it's like you only feel because people drink especially yeah. in school they drink to numb the pain they abuse drugs to numb yeah. the pain others are always on social media and people mm-hmm. find different things that they are in fact this is a question i was supposed to ask does mental health also lead to addictions yeah it does mm-hmm. and, and how can one best handle that 
so basically mental health mostly when you're stressed you mostly when mostly in relationships mm-hmm. when your partner is not acting the way you want them to act they're not giving you the attention and you feel okay i just need something that is going to numb the pain for a moment and you now start abusing drugs forgetting that oh you, you, you at first you're just numbing but now it's like the pain has continued and you just want to keep on numbing it mm-hmm. and it, it's that's not the right way so a lot of people have landed themselves into drug abuse because they've not really reached out to the correct uh medication I would say which is therapy mm-hmm. because they didn't find anybody they could talk to mm-hmm. you get what i mean yeah. so most most of the people that you find that like now like right now yeah. a friend of mine told me at chinama the highest statistics of people who are there are people who are alcohol abusers mm-hmm. you understand and yeah. we thought like oh it's like psychopaths and what not but no yeah, yeah. it's alcohol abusers mm-hmm. because obviously it is started somewhere yeah. and mostly you shouldn't judge because people become alcoholics because of different reasons mm-hmm. some were raped yeah. some were, were going through different issues some were abused and stuff like that mm-hmm. so mostly you just really need some to understand because of financial challenges <laughs> <laughs> or not, that fin- one. Uh, not for real others will be like okay i want to do this thing and then it's not working out so you just find okay let me not think about this you decide to drink and then others it could be relationships you're not finding the right partner so you begin to drink maybe that's a maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah thank you so much for coming through again i'm going to ask you to say your last remark <laughs> okay so yeah, my last remark I, I cut you short yeah So my last remarks guys please 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 when you're not okay when your friend is not okay please reach out to somebody who can help you please if you want reach out to us mm-hmm. post traumatic stress disorder have we'll be able to help you Do you have a line they can get in touch with So basically you, are you comfortable giving out your number Yeah so I'm comfortable to give out my number Though I'm not supposed to but I'll be able to give it out. <laughs> yeah, just oh, for yeah. the sake of oh, uh-huh. the people who really want our services. So my number is uh 0973 1375 24 0973 1375 24. So yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. And we have come to the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in up until the end. This has been a little bit to the podcast butterfly. And like I say, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for and I am for people regardless of who you are. I love you. God loves you. Enjoy the rest of the week.